Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode on John Rosenberg Podcast. This is June 18th, 2018. Our topic to will be about women preaching why I'm against it and I will I will tie I would explain why I'm against women preaching in the pulpit. Um this have been this phenomenon <clears throat> have been going on for the past twenty years. Some might argue my past twenty five years. I'll say past twenty years. Uh, women preaching have come to the forefront. Um, a lot of those pastors um, have nothing against women. Um, like, uh, let me be clear on that. Um, now, I'm, I came from a woman. I'm, you know, I've been around women all my life, and I have two daughters. So I have nothing against a woman as far uh, being a CEO of the company, being a supervisor, as far being a police. Whatever she chose to do, engineering, all that stuff, I'm all for that. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I've worked on the woman. So, uh, so I work on the woman for many years. So I didn't have nothing wrong. I didn't see nothing wrong with that because you know, hey, I felt comfortable in my manhood. But my problem is that I'm very adamant when it comes to when women preaching. A lot of those Pentecostals and Baptist churches. Um, you you go to those churches. And those of you that go to church on a regular can testify to what I'm about to say. You see it on a regular basis, like women preaching all the time. But if you go there, you tell the, the preachers that, why you have women preaching and the Bible speak against that? So they always say, oh, they give you a bunch of run around. Say, oh, well, you know, she was ordained by God and blah, 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 blah. You know, a whole bunch of shenanigans, but they have no proof to show you where a woman... Sometimes they will mix up by prophesizing and teaching. Now, prophesizing is one thing; is seeing thing in the future. Let's say um, your child, you prophesize, uh, God gives you a vision that your child one day will be a leader of a nation, or your child will be a pastor, your child will be an apostle. You see that in your vision. God gave you that vision, and in, and in your child already have that gift, so you really you really see it coming before it happens. So those people can prophesize things that's going to happen to a person or to a people. Uh, those are gifts that some people have, but you must obtain it by God. You, you cannot just go buy it from Walmart. Same thing for teaching. Um, a woman cannot teach. Now, if we come to studying the Bible amongst yourself, you guys can have Bible studies. I get that. I'm not going to frown upon that. That's just increasing your knowledge and your spiritual and your relationship with God. So I'm not you. I'm not against a, a group of women coming together and have Bible study. I'm not against that. I'm all for that. But when you go in a pulpit, you're teaching to the whole public. You know, kids, mothers, fathers, and sons. I'm against that. That's what you call the Jezebel spirit. Because that's why I see 95 percent of the black church. Uh, I'm not going to speak on the white church. You see, in the white church, two women preaching also is a is a global is a is an American phenomenon. So you see it in the Caribbean also. Uh, if you're from the Caribbean, you know what I'm talking about. Primarily Jamaica, uh, you see it there in Bar- Barbados. And you see it in even in Haiti. Um, they we might run it more. I think it's more prominent in in on those um, Virgin Islands. But that being said, because they look up to those uh, evangelists on TV, they feel that well, if she, she's doing it on TV, well, I should do it too. And then some women they they know the Bible very well. They 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 know it back and forth. They can study it. They can break it down. They have that gift. But for you to take that 
that lean and uh, that lead to uh, to to lead a, a congregation. I'm against that. Now, when you come to the choir director singing, a woman can wonder she can be a leader of that. You know, that's not. I'm fine with that. She can be run the choir. She can run the woman uh, department. All that stuff. I'm cool with that. But when it comes to teaching the word of God and and dissecting it and from a biblical standpoint and teaching it to the public and uh, teaching it to a congregation, I'm against that. And in the uh, Corinthian, First Corinthian chapter 14, verse 34 and 35, it states clearly that a woman should be in silence when she's in the church. Um, if she need any, she want to know anything about the Bible, she needs to discuss it with her husband. She needs to ask her, ask her husband. And that's those. If you're a single woman, you can ask your your leader. But you can ask God, ask your leader of that church. And you have to be a good leader. Some of these leaders they just want to get in your panties, and let's give that one thousand, okay? They're not about preaching nothing. So they just want to get your cookies. That's what they want to get. So women preaching has been going on for the past 20 years um uh, back in the days you didn't see a lot of women preaching you, it was a it was a top it was rare to see a woman on tv uh, let alone uh, in on a pulpit preaching non-stop on a sunday morning uh sermon it was rare to see that um that trend started with mostly with the pastors um if you see uh, a lot of pastors they have a tendency um giving their wife the pulpit. They say, "Oh yeah, my, you know, uh, the church give me the right to let my wife preach. Um, she have a calling upon her life, which is a whole bunch of lies. You know, they they make up those lies to just to make you accept that uh, that person was called by God. No, that's a lie. You were not called by God. You were, you choose to run the the church how you want to run the church, and you fool those people by lying to them." And that's how you get this um, uh, this woman preaching thing uh, in your church. And first, first of all, they don't. They, they a lot of church won't talk about that because the reason why they will lose the the woman membership because you have to understand the, the black church, ninety five percent of the uh, the black church run by women. If you go to any black church across America, north, south, east, west, it doesn't matter. Ninety five percent of that congregation is women. Um, yeah, so there might be some exception in some. There's other church you might see a good crowd of men, maybe forty percent of men, maybe forty fifty percent of men there. But for the for by and large, you're gonna see that ninety five percent of women they are single women, either they're, they're widows, um, you know, some a lot of guys on the military, or their husband locked up for life, or he's doing a couple years. And then they have old children that they need that man energy around them, so they need a mentor. So they kind of go to their pastors, and the pastors the one that usually mentor them. And at the same time, the pastors the one that take advantage of them, abuse them, on a on a physical, on a on a, on a spiritual level, and on a physical level, they abuse those women, and they also abuse their children that, that go to that church. Which sadly to say, but that's the truth. Not all the church are doing that. Let me be clear on that. I'm not saying all the church are like that, but most of them are like that. So this woman preaching phenomenon have been going on for the past 20, 25 years. And the Bible speaks against that. That's why you see a lot of those churches are falling apart because they have homosexuals in the choir. 
They have uh, women social preaching in the choir. They have women preaching in the choir. And all that is is a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for confusion. That's why I say a lot of people like myself who know this Bible, who study the Bible, who have been around people who really know what they're talking about, have a, I have a short temper. I don't go to those churches because I know I don't learn anything. And most is, most time you go to the church, you sit there for maybe an hour. If you go to a Pentecostal, uh, a Pentecostal, Pentecostal church, you might see in that, in that congregation for four hours straight, preaching, nonstop, dancing, singing, preaching, nonstop, until your brain blow up. You sit there nonstop, listen to the same thing over and over. And then, mind you, they're not really preaching from the Bible. They make those those pastors. They have their own sermon, which they wrote down and all that stuff. And now, the ten time is not co- there's no correlation with the their sermon with the Word of God. You see, they have to preach. You see, that's why I like G- Pastor Gino Jennings. You can look him up on YouTube or, or Facebook. Pastor Gino Jennings from Philadelphia. If you watch his um, telecast, you notice that he's teach straight from the Bible. Now, you may not like his delivery. You may not like his approach, but you cannot deny the truth that he brings forth. You cannot deny the truth that he brings forth to the pulpit. So that's why I kind of gravitated towards him and Farrakhan. Farrakhan, you know, he may not like his delivery. You, that might, If you like Pastor Austin, you like Creflo Dollar, T.G. Snake, those kind of preachers, you're not going to like Pastor Jenny. You're not going to like Farrakhan. Because those preachers, they give it to you un- uncensored, uncut. So when you listen to those guys, at first, hearing them, you might you might be turned off. But then you stand, when, when you sat down listening piece by piece, precept upon precept, you listen to, you go, and then, then you have your Bible in your hand. You go look at the verse you said. Sometimes you don't look at the verse. You, you read the whole chapter. You read the previous verse before that verse. And then you, then you read the the other one after the verse for you to have a full understanding in what context the Bible is speaking about. A lot of those pastors, they, they, need to, they always take stuff out of context. You, know, you see what I'm saying? They'll say, oh, yeah, God said you cannot remarry. But they say, well, you can't remarry as long as the person is a Christian. But a Christian, God never created Christianity. That was created by the woman. But you don't know your history. So that being said, the woman preaching has become a very uh, big thing in the church these days. That's why the church is... They are crumbling. They, they are, they are, back in the 60s and even the 70s and the 80s, you never see a woman evangelist on TV. You hardly see it. Even the 90s, but by the, the late 90s and early 2000s, you know, you start seeing them coming little by little. You see women evangelists coming on TV, preaching, you know, catching the so-called Holy Ghost and making a mockery of the doctrine. You know, and that's what they do every Sunday. And that's why a lot of people, especially men like myself, we felt turned, we got turned off by those things. And it's not biblical when you see that a woman preaching. Like I stated earlier, I said I'm not I'm not against a woman wanting a CEO. I'm not against a woman being a doctor, a lawyer. I'm not against a woman being a supervisor at a workplace, a manager at a workplace. I've worked under those women before. I have no problem with that. But when it comes to the word of God on a spiritual level, 
I'm against that. I'm not for that at all. I would not sponsor it. I would not support it. Get a, get the hell out of my face with that nonsense. You can hate me all you want. You don't pay my bills. You don't be. You don't put clothes on my back. You don't put food on my table. What I'm saying is is true. You can go look at the scriptures. I already give you the book to look at. First Corinthians. There's other books you can correlate and you can look up other verses. Uh, chapter 14, verse 34 and 35 stated clearly. When women in the church, they should be in silence. If they need to know anything about the Bible, they need to ask the husband. That's why God said, I'm the, I'm the head of the husband. Christ is the head of the husband. And the husband is the head of the woman. You can't go against that. That's how God designed it. So those of you who get so emotional after you listen to this podcast, oh, I'm going to, oh, my God, John is talking rubbish. I don't know why he's against women preaching. You know, that's, you know, a uh, sister can preach, you know. No, no, she cannot preach. She can prophesy only she's chosen by God. She can speak in tongue only she's chosen by God. But all those things that a woman does, she has to have a gift for it. And the same thing for men. I mean, can I just because I'm an apostle? You got to be chosen to be an apostle. You got to be chosen to be a, pa- a pastor. You cannot just jump out your bed to this morning and say, oh, I'm a pastor. And that's what these people are doing. They put entitled on top of their head that don't belong to them. So that's what I got to say on that particular particular topic when it comes about women preachers in the pulpit, uh, whether you're a Baptist, Pentecostal, Seven Days Adventist. If you have any issue with that, you guys can call in and discuss, and then you can go look at the scriptures, and you can get a, a, a fully understanding where I'm coming from. You guys have a blessed day. Take care.